Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. We have David Phoenix with us today. Guys, David Phoenix is the most fun I've had in a minute at market, I have to say. So I'm so happy that you're here with us, David. Um, for those of you that maybe haven't heard of David, um, I want you to check out his Instagram. He's at David Phoenix Interior Design. And it's exactly like it sounds. He also has a website, davidphoenix.com, if you want to check him out there and see his portfolio. And then um, just by way of David, he has uh, 20 years of design experience. He is a master at combining traditional and modern elements. And his interiors are thoughtful, they're well-designed, and most importantly, they're livable. He was named one of America's top young designers by House Beautiful magazine. His firm, David Phoenix Interior Design, has won numerous awards, and his interiors have appeared in and on the cover of major national magazines such as Arc Digest, California Homes, and The Rob Report. David is known for his designs for Hollywood celebrities, public officials, business magnets, and he's decorated homes for the Kennedy family, former mayors and governors, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, and the actor Rob Lowe. So, um, oh, also I need to point out just as a designer ourselves, we love his lines. He has a line through Hickory Chair Furniture, just like one of the greats. I think it's such a darling in the furniture um, line. He also has lighting, decorative accessories, a collection of fabrics, and then he just barely launched a brand new art collection through Soiter Marin. So with all that, welcome David Phoenix. You are such Thank a well-decorated design star, and we're so happy to have you on Dear Alice. Um, our, Glad to be here. Thank our you. Our followers love, love, love design, so they're going to love um, checking you out, or if they've already heard of you, they're going to be so excited to hear more about what you have to say about interior design, everybody's favorite oh topic. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. um, we, I've seen David, um, gosh, probably since, when did Hickory Chair launch? 2018, 2019? Uh, 17, I think we 17. launched in 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First collection. And yeah. Right. Great. So that was like the first time I feel like we, we okay. saw you and met you and then we've seen the collection evolve. And then this newest launch you did with them was like a brand new look for you. Cause you just moved to Palm beach. Right. Right. Yeah. Completely different. Tell us about that. Well, I feel like my first collection was kind of, um, you know, very, I don't want to say serious, but traditional, a lot of brown wood, um, bigger scale pieces and which I like, um, and I'm really into comfort. And so, you know, designing for a personal residence versus a, you know, production line furniture, you know, kind of company is completely different, different vibe, different set of standards. So, I feel like I streamline a lot of scale things down and I also changed the finishes a lot. And I also wanted to make it play well with my first collection. So it's not like, you know, black and white. So kind of they meld together, which I think I was successful at. Um, it's selling. So that's a good sign. Yeah. And um, I also just feel like I just, you know, it's just, I feel lighter. I feel like, it's also everything's so serious all the time. I just want to have fun with the different shapes and forms and, and mix. I like to mix painted and stained together. And I still love Brown furniture, even though people oh Brown, you know, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's great to mix it. It looks a little bit more um, undecorated, if you will. 
Mm-hmm. So, I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you've got um, the line with Soitcher. How's your art collection doing? Very well. I believe we're going to launch a few more pieces of this fall market. Exciting. Uh, God willing. And um, so it's good. They're, they're a fantastic company to work with. Um, Ed is just incredible and his whole team and his sons and Jen. And it's just been, it's really, I have to say, one of the most fun projects because He's like, yeah, great, whatever. What about this? So we, we can speak shorthand to each other and we just, it's a great collaboration. And, the um, they're just terrific. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love them. So, so uh, they're, they're great. And um, I really, really love working with them. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, tell, tell the listeners about the type of design that you do and kind of what's been your design evolution. Because you do some really fantastic projects for celebrities and um, important people. And so I think that, I think you've got some really fun stories to tell, but I think also by way of design, just like type of design and kind of get into like how that's evolved over the years for you. Um, Well, I think that, you know, I'm not formally trained and I, it's, you know, my whole career has been, you know, kind of, uh, um, I'm self-taught and I feel that, um, I feel that I can say this now that I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a really good listener mm-hmm. and I feel like I really tap into what people want and what, how they, I'm really into how they feel in the space. And I think that's really, you know, it's one thing to have an Instagram moment. Oh, that's a pretty room or whatever. And I don't do a lot of that type of design. And I, I really, it's more about the person. I don't have a signature style. It's about how, how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm into that and I want to, f- I'm into comfort and quality. Yeah. So whatever your budget is, it should be the best quality that you can afford. Mm-hmm. And I think our job as designers is to to show that. And it's not about me. It's about them and how they're going to feel when they walk in the room. Yeah. That's such a great answer. I love that. We also don't have like one style and we, we definitely do the, we read the person, we look in their closet, yeah. we try and understand what, they love what they're drawn yeah. to and all of that. And I, right. I love that we're not doing just like our look in everybody's house. Right. And it's, right. it's pretty intimate. I think what, what we're doing. So yeah, you must be a great listener and thoughtful and, and also that you're seeing things around you that maybe they're not putting into words, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just like picking up on all those cues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an intimate thing, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. So how did you, um, how, how did you get on the road, the, the, the path that you're on right now? You said you're not like formally trained. Um, how did you get into interiors? <laughs> is that, is that a lot? To uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, I can answer, I can give you the kind of tight answer. Um, I, as a kid always loved beautiful things. Um, I loved going to furniture stores. I used to draw floor plans uh, I go to the, I had a paper route and I go to the drugstore and they had like, a, it was like almost like a comic book type paper and you could send away, f- you know, for blueprints. And so I used to trace over them and modify the floor plans and just get off, you know, into this, you know, that's daydream awesome. type state. And that's, that's how I kind of like, you know, I didn't know how to, what to do with that, but I just loved houses. And I, you know, um, being, uh, doing the, I used to deliver the evening news and I used to look inside all these houses and say, Oh my God, that's so great. Or, you know, I want to have a house like that. Or, you know, I kind of, 
was into like, I guess at that age, I mean, I'm just, I've never said this before, but I seeing how people live, Mm -hmm. you know, and I knew what I didn't want. That's for sure. So, um, so then teenage years, then I was, I had a job. I I left home when I was 15. I lived with another family for a a bit and he was a chef. The father was a chef and also collected like antiques and he had probably about 25 or 30 Tiffany lamps in the house. I mean, just really. And so he taught me about that story behind it. And it was like the first kind of history lesson in decorative arts for me. And um, then I moved to California. Uh, My first job was at Disneyland. It was 1984. I worked in the bakery. Amazing. (laughs) I'm a huge Disneyland fan. So you're. Corey has a tattoo of Mickey on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, wow. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, clear. I can. So I worked there. It was 1984. It was the Olympics in Los Angeles, and they needed extra help. Amazing. Um, so I did. So I did that, and then I my first job in design was um, I worked at Brunswick as a sample librarian. Amazing. So I learned that's about an amazing job. Fabrics. Yeah, like not just any fabrics, but like the best. No, so. it, it was great, and, and yeah. it was a different time. I mean, they charge you twenty five dollars for a memo sample, and you know you get a bill for it if you didn't return it. It was a totally different industry. Yeah. And then I went to work at um, a store called Ralph Lauren. Yeah. On Rodeo Drive, they had just started launched their home collection, so I worked in the home collection. So crazy. Um, Oh, before, but before that, I worked at Pierre Du, the country French. Lovely. When the two, two Pierre's still owned it. Mm. So I used to sell fabric and, and All antiques the on the second floor. Yeah, yeah it was great. David, David has a little thing for excellence. Yeah. <laughs> ah, and then I went to work for like a mom and pop store, you know, kind of a, like a gift, but yet design oriented store. And I was like, go after Christmas. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I, um, this was in 1993 and, um, at the time, like, like my best friend, he was like my brother. We met when I first moved to Los Angeles and he was dying of AIDS and it was, um, you know, really scary. And so I used to just get the newspaper and the coffee and I'd bring it over to, he was staying in a friend's guest house. And so, um, I'm going to get to the decorating. It's this, uh, part of the story. And so he, passed away. We'd look at, you know, job ads, you know, in the morning and I'd call and see if I could get a job. This was way before the internet really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he passed away. So the person's guest house he was staying in was Barry Diller. who's a big kind of, you know, media person. And at the time he was trying to buy Paramount pictures and he was very busy, very intimidating to me, even though he liked me and he was very nice to me, but like, you know, some people like that are so powerful and you're like, Oh my God, yeah, hey, I'm gonna melt. Like if he looks at me, I'm gonna melt into the floor. <laughs> and so I, he was like, he was very nice to me, and he said, "You need a job." And I said, "Yeah, I do, I do." And he said, "Well, what are you gonna do? What's your plan?" I said, "Well, I don't have one." He goes, "Well, let's change that right now." He said, "I just wait." How old are you at the time, David? I was, um, let's see, nineteen. I was probably twenty. 526. Okay. Sorry about the phone. You're just fine. You're good. It's real then, life. <laughs> um, it's real. <laughs> um, and I, um, anyway, so he said, I just bought QVC. Why don't you go down there? They'll find something for you to do. 
Oh my gosh. So I went down to in Los Angeles. There was an, a satellite office and um, I can't believe no one's answering that phone. Anyway. Uh, I went down to the office. It drives me nuts. Anyway, um, went down to the office and it was a sea of cubicles, just miles and miles of cubicles with phones ringing, like in the background. And I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> there's a house full of people here. You wouldn't know it. No one's answering the phone. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I thought, you know, I met the guy and I was like, oh, this is nice. You know, small talk, pleasantries. And I, and I thought I was going to be on TV selling the product. Of course. But it was not. It was like a call center. <laughs> so I just yeah. thought I'm not meant for, I'm not cut out for a cubicle. <laughs> so I went back and I was cleaning out my friend's room. And he said, well, what do you, you know, what'd you think? And I said, well, I said, I'm just not cut out for a cubicle, but thank you very much. <laughs> he goes, well, I, he goes, he goes, I like you and I want to help you. That's and um sorry. I know every time I tell the story, I get emotional. No, it's great. Sorry. No. So he said to me, um, I said, What what do you want to do? He said, think big and you'll be big. I love that. Think big and you'll be big. Yeah, that's great. It's great advice. So yeah. I said, Well, I'm gonna become an interior designer. I love that. <laughs> And so he said, well, are you sure about that? And I said, yes. And he said, oh, he's like, all right. Think well, bigger. That's, yeah, yeah, right. Right. I should have at the time. I was like, you know, I don't know. Um, I want to run your company. But anyway, um, so I said, I, I think I'd be really good at it. And I said, I love beautiful things and I love to put them together. And I said, I think people will pay me for that. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, how can we, how can I help you? And I said, well, let's start by recovering all your furniture. I love that. And he said, great, hired. I love this so much. So amazing. (laughs) I went down to the design center because I worked at Brunswick. I knew where the fabrics were. And I, I had about two huge shopping bags filled with way too many choices. (laughs) I mean, I had white and all of his furniture was white, by the way. It was like, you know, very casual. And I said, I had white linen. I had white cotton. I had twill. I had chenille. I had, you know, I had every white you can think of. Uh-huh. And I'm going down the escalator with my two big bags and I'm going down and I look over and Maria Shriver was coming up and she said, I called you at that store. You're not there anymore. I wanted to order some furniture and I, I want to redecorate. And I said, Oh, amazing. I still have my own business. I this said, I know where amazing. it is and I can, <laughs> I can take you. Stop <laughs> I'll it. show you, Just I'll show you where casual it is. Casual Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife yeah. just going up the escalator. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to show you where right it is. <laughs> so she said, okay, great. So we're walking and she says, well, give me your card. And I said, well, you know, I left without one. I don't have one with me. <laughs> and, and so she said, oh, okay, we'll write you down oh, your number. Man. And I said, fine. So I turn around, I'm writing my number down and we got Polaroids of the things she liked. And then she's in my bags looking and she goes, well, what's, what is this for? And I said, what's well, my, don't mess up my schemes. It's for my client. And she said, well, this. she said, <laughs> so she said, it's all white. What do you mean mess up the scheme? I said, I know, but I've got them bundled how I want to present them. And she said, Oh, okay. She's very, very organized. I said, yes. <laughs> and she said, uh, I said, but I, I have to go. I said, I have an appointment in Coldwater Canyon. I can't be late. And I'm, she said, Oh, well, cold, cold, very Coldwater busy. Canyon. <laughs> And she said, well, whose house? And I said, I can't tell you. She goes, well, you're going to tell me where you're going. Oh, and she like cornered me. Stop. I said, oh, I, I said, well, it's a man's house. And he said, he's an executive. And she goes, oh, single. I said, yeah. And she said, okay, well, I said, it's Barry Diller, but you cannot say anything. I said, he's a real hothead. 
And I said, I'm scared to death of him. I said, I, I think I might be scared more of you than him, but I said, let's just, you know. <laughs> That's why you told her. <laughs> so, uh, so she gets in her car. Uh, she drives away and she calls him on the car. And she said, Hey, it's Barry. It's Maria. I'm just ran into your designer at the design center. And I just wanted to just, you know, check in about that. How's it, how's it going? And he goes, Oh yeah, he's helping me with some things. And she said, Oh wow. Have you seen any of his work? And he said, no, I have not. And she said, Oh wow. Um, does he have a portfolio? He goes, no, I'm pretty sure he does. And she said, Oh God. Wow. She said, uh, why don't you hire him? You can hire anybody in the world. And he said, well, I, watched him take care of his best friend for almost two years in my guest house. Mm. Amazing. That, that's an amazing story. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. He, uh, he shows up and he has good character. Yeah. So do what you want. So that. then she, he said, he, so then he says, I pull up and um, she says, uh, I pull up, he's waiting for me. And um, they said, he said, thanks for the heads up on the call. I said, I'm so sorry. She scares me more than you. I said, she the bag out. I said, I didn't know what to say. She cornered me. She wouldn't let me go. I said, I'm sorry. I'm not like a big mouth, but I said, Oh my God, it's okay. He goes, she's going to call you. I said, no way. He said, she is going to call you as sure as I'm standing here. And I, I said, okay. I said, well, what do I do? He goes, when she calls you, tell her you're not available. I love that. I said, I can't say that to her. He's <laughs> like, yes, you can. So she called that night. And she said, I want you to come over tomorrow. I said, I'm not available. I, I have to do it next week. And she said, next week. And I said, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm busy. I said, but I'm available next week. And so um, she said, okay, that's fine. What day? And we made a date. She hung up the phone. And she called her brother and she, who just bought a house. And she goes, Bobby, you know, this designer's coming over next week. And he's very hard to get in with. Stop. He's doing Barry Diller's house. This he's going to help so me. Crazy. She said, you should really get in line with him because it's hard to get a hold of. I'm dead. And he's very, very exclusive. <laughs> so he called me. So then all of a sudden I had like three things going on from zero to 60. And then you really were busy. <laughs> then I was busy. Then I just figured it out. Amazing. I love that so, story so much. That's great. So yeah. that's how I started. That's not amazing. very conventional, but probably yeah. couldn't do that today. But you know what? A builder just recently, we do a lot of work down in Dallas and a builder just recently said to me, nothing is sexier than when you say the word no. So yeah. you say no. Yeah. And then they're like, come on, please, please build my house. Please do it. What will it take? I'll, I'll, more mo I'll give you more money. He's like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. You say no. You just keep saying no. And then finally, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah. you've never been sexier in your life than when you say no. Uh -oh. So yeah. that worked. Yeah. Barry was right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's how it started. And that was in that's 1994. Amazing. And you've been scared ever since because your clients just keep getting bigger and bigger. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I just kind of, you know, I just anymore. treat everyone the same. I just try and I treat the wallpaper guy the same as I treat the governor or the mayor or the finance guy or whatever. So I don't really, you know, I don't treat anyone. I treat everyone the same how I want to be treated. And I think that's the trick. Yeah. I was in Palm Beach last season and I did this big hedge funds guy's office and he's a real, you know, you know wheeler dealer and cocky and... And he was walking somebody through the office before we installed it. And he goes, I said, Oh, I said, there you are. I said, I've been trying to reach you. <laughs> and he was with a friend and he goes, 
you haven't called me once. I said, settle down, Pinocchio. I said, <laughs> check your text message. So his friend turned purple. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, just like, you know, don't tell me I didn't call you. And so we had a moment anyway. So now he's like, loves me. And we just, you know, have a nice banter back and forth. But it's wow. funny. Just people want to be like, I just treat everyone with respect and have fun and, you know. Yeah. Say it with a smile. That's great. That's such great advice. You know, it's funny. I feel like when I go to market, I get stopped more times because interior designers that are listening to this podcast. I thought it was people Mm -hmm. like my mom and her friends and people that people that enjoy looking at interior design, but this is like actual working professionals that are, that are doing design. And so I feel like they're going to love the stories so much that you just told about, you know, just like act big and you'll be big. Is that what it was? What was the line again? Think big, think big and you'll be big. Yeah. And also just like treating everybody the same, I think is such such wise. Yeah. People want to be heard. People Mm want to feel like they have a a voice. People want to feel like, they, you know, they're respected. And I think that that's just the only way to be. Yeah. And I feel like if if we act nervous, then it makes them feel nervous. And so we just, yeah, we've got to just banter with them and they'll like us more. So don't act nervous. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's all going to be fine. Show up and say no. (laughs) Like you did to Maria. You're so fortunate to have that first connection though. I feel like that just, yeah, yeah, that just absolutely catapulted you into the field. It's amazing. It was, yeah, meant, it and was we're, meant to you know, be. She's, yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah. And she's really like, I would say my best friend today. Really? That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll bet she has referred a lot of people as well. Sometimes. Yeah. But it's not about that really. It's mm-hmm. more about, you know, I mean, she's been there for me. I mean, she's the call if I have, you know, yeah, you that's know, really I cool. mean, if, you know, you gotta be uh, so, so proud of yourself, David. That's really, really cool that, um, well, thank you. Yeah. It started with a bang and it's just been going for 20 <laughs> years. That's so cool. Well, it's, you know, it's up and, you know, it's not every day you're skiing on a rainbow. You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of work. Skiing on a rainbow is right. <laughs> uh, um, what do you find most fulfilling in, um, oh. in interior design? I think changing people's lives and how they see things. Mm-hmm. and how they live yeah. and being invited back to see how they've used it. I think that's a great gift. And, um, to be asked back, I mean, it's so hard now with, you know, delays and to get, you know, the great, you know, you know, a, a, a great project, a willing client that has the budget, a great team, you know, for all to come together and then, you know, cross the finish line and they love it. It's hard. I don't care who you are. It's It's hard. hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but it's, it's, you know, you just have to put the time in and, and suit up and show up. Yeah. That's great advice too. Do you like working? Do you like designing interiors or product better? Oh, that's a great question. Cause he's doing the most with the most. So (laughs) (laughs) I like, you know, I love product design because you, you know, um, I think it's great to create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And we spend a lot of time on, you know, like for instance, on, you know, whether it's the fabric line, you know, we try to have proprietary designs that we submit and same with, with Hickory chair, everything's not, you know, people, Oh, I want to do a line. You know, you, it's not about just, you know, printing out a first dibs tear sheet and circling the leg and saying, change it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that at all. So it's really, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, and companies today, they want to, if they're going to invest the money, they want to have something different. 
and something that's not, you know, in every other line, yep. uh, you know, whatever, the, whatever the item is. So I think, um, I love that. I like the challenge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing it all come together. So that's fun. But I also love, I love laying a house out at the beginning and starting from scratch. I love that. Yeah. I love that process. I love picking all the things and the hardware and all the tile and, you know, stone. I love that. And I love, you know, just working and collaborating with a great architect and, mm-hmm. and making, you know, you need both to really uh, make it sing. Yeah. So, how, how big is your yeah. team, David? Not big. I have um, three people in my office and I have two people that are since the pandemic that are, you know, out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a, a remote drafts person. Yeah. And so the people in your office, yeah. do they help you with product as well as keep your design no, business moving forward? I have a separate forward? product. That's, That's a whole separate thing. Different team. Yeah. Got and it. then when we, when we get together to do, when I'm asked to do one or I have to refresh, then it's a whole other they're all in different parts of the country and we just kind of come together for that. Yeah. So it's all, that's fine. um, yeah. So it's new team, new energy. Yeah. That sounds yeah, fun. Right. That's yeah. really cool. So making something from nothing really across the board, like nothing on the floor plan and the space planning and making a house out of nothing. And stuff. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You have, you must have great vision if that's your favorite part. Um, what's the most it. challenging part of your job for you? just in the middle from designing it to the installation, everything in the middle. <laughs> yeah. All that and gray so, area. Yeah. All, all the like the yeah. logistics. I, yeah, that's my least favorite yeah, part. It's yeah. Furry. But I mean like today, today with the clients coming home here tomorrow, you know, we're installing these rooms and you know, there's like, you know, yesterday we had a leg break yesterday. There's, you know, we got the wrong bulbs, the, um, the picture hanger, you know, it's like, Oh, I'll come back tomorrow and do that one. You know, it's a constant, just, you know, oh my God, you know, it's yeah. just, the, just across the finish line at the end. And then, you know, all the little things you have to curate together. And so it's stressful, but I like that because then it really feels like it's coming together mm-hmm. and it's, and you see your things, you know, paying off. Yeah. That's, so that's awesome. I love that. What are you most excited about right now? Hmm. You know, my, um, my projects that I'm working on, I'm excited about those. I'm excited about, uh, um, you know, I love, I love what I do. So I love going to, I love going to the office. I love going to work every day. I don't feel like I've ever worked. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Really? Yeah. What a great job. And yeah, I love it. And I, um, I love going to market. I love seeing you at market. All the yeah. you know, great people that come so back fun. and, um, it's just great. I think it's a great, you know, people used to poo poo high point and, Oh, why would you go there? It's so tacky or whatever. Really? I think, you know, I've, well, never, you know sort of, I've never heard that before and I've never felt oh, that. Oh yeah. Way. Some people are like, no, some people are like, oh, I've never been, or they really just, you know, and I'm like, it's where all the cool people are. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love high point. Um, I love it. It's fun to see everybody and catch up. And I feel there's a sense of camaraderie totally. and I think it's, yeah. And well it's, said. it's different now though. I will say from 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it's different. It's, I feel it's different. Yeah. Um, but, um, I love it. And I think it's, I'm really, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have, you know, licensing deals and to be there and Hickory chair is such a great partner. Oh um, so Shamir and Kravit, the Kravitz your are pants when Hickory chair reached out and they were like, we'd like you to be a designer for us where you like, that's yeah. a bucket list. I mean, really, truly, yeah. if you're going to do it yeah, for anybody, it yeah, 
Yeah, yeah kudos. That's great. That's incredible. That's great. Yeah, and I feel like I don't think we would have known you if if you weren't at Hickory Chair. No, prob- probably not. Because they're I mean, I, to yeah. me in my mind, I don't know how you think about them, but I kind of am like they're like the sweetheart of the rodeo. You know what I mean? They're just like they are just like Pe- the finest, the finest, and the best designers. Truly, mm-hmm. they're. All, I mean, when it's, Thomas O'Brien was there, and you know what I mean, Marriott Himes Gomez, yeah. and it's this beautiful pedigree of all the best talent. And so, kudos to you for being in that line. It's great. Yeah. It's really, um, it's like having you know, I tell Hollywood every... star fame. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> David's it got it. it is. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, also, I tell people, listen, it's the last factory in the South that has, you know, they make the frames, they upholster the frames, they finish the frames, they pack it. They, you know, everything's under one roof. Mm-hmm. It's not waiting for a piece to come in from another framer. You know, there's obviously little parts and stuff that they get in from other places, but for the most part, I'd say 90% of it is under that roof and it's really great. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. That's so fun. And you just like yeah. get on a plane or get in a car and drive over and look at your latest thing. And yeah. It and it's go, wonderful. Fix the pitch. Or I think the arm should be. That's so you know? fun. Yeah. I love it because they have a whole team there and everyone weighs in and, and these are lifelong furniture people that have their, some in cases their fathers or mothers were working and they, Amazing. you know, and so it's really a, a great collaboration with great craftspeople. And so that's, I'm really proud to be part of that family. That's awesome. I love that. I'm proud of you for that too. That's Thank you. amazing. Thank you. What's your superpower? Oh my God. I we don't all think have I one. have one. <laughs> you superpower. do. Yeah. We always ask people this in our, in a job interview or something, cause we have, um, we've got, we've got a fairly robust staff, but in that staff, we've mm. got a design center of just designers. And so we've got 12 girls in there. Um, we try to get men. We've had one guy in there. Mm. We have, we've had as I'm many available. as two or three. I could work on the weekends. Listen, maybe we'd all come work for you. You're not working. You're not working for me. Um, but anyway, it's, it's incredible because each of them, I'm like, I, I don't need two of the same superpower. I need all of you guys to be a different tool in my shed. You know what I mean? So they all have a lot of the same training from the same school, but they're all completely different tools. Like they're, some are Mm. masters at AutoCAD and they love the math of interior design. Others are extraordinary with textiles. Others are, you know what I mean? It's great space planners and they're good at changing floor plans like interior architects. But I don't know. I feel like, I I feel like even though you could all go to the same school, um, I'm like you, I'm also self-taught. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's different, different superpowers. So you mean like superpowers in the office? Yeah. Like, well, it was in the field, in the within the interior design. I think I'm good. I'm really great at color. Mm-hmm. I think I I'm great that. at fabrics. I can really put, I mean, I'm really good at textiles. I feel I, mm-hmm. I really get into textiles a lot. Um, and I'm good at, I think layering and, uh, I'm great at an install. I feel like, you know, it's funny cause I have, you know, this, um, young gal with me today and oh i don't see oh are you sure i'm like just trust me let's just get it oh i don't think so oh she's never gonna go for that i'm like just get it and i said just trust me just watch me i'm gonna close this land this plane Uh and so (laughs) so, she goes i'm afraid i'm afraid to give her the bill i said i'll deal with it just just trust me and so um i'm a good closer i mean i would say i'm a closer Uh that's probably one of my best things i could sell shoes to a snake i love it so (laughs) (laughs) amazing oh man that's awesome that honestly i feel like that's 
that is huge. And that's probably complimented your success greatly. So that's, yeah. and that's great that you're, that you have you're to be able to sell your idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had one gal in my office speaking of superpowers. She was so organized. She was attractive. She was, her work was beautiful, thoughtful. She was, her notebooks were pristine. If I, if the building was on fire and she had to go buy a hose, she could not do it. I mean, <laughs> or can, can you sell me a cup of water to put the fire? I don't know. But she was everyone. But to your point, everyone does have their own yeah. things you're good at. And I always say to you, different wording. I say, what do you, you know, what do you love? What do you hate? What are you good at? What are you not good at? Cause you know, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I love that you're a closer because I feel like there's this real strength. I always gravitate toward the men designers in the field because there's like this strength when it comes to interior design. And I feel like depending on the girl, like sometimes they're not closers. You're like, girl, we got to buy the furniture so that we can move forward with the project. And it is, it's a sales job as much as it is an art form, as much as it's a psychology and a study of human behavior and math and science. And it's right. Marriage counseling. Jeffrey Allen Marks. (laughs) Did you ever watch a million dollar decorators? Oh, sure. I know Jeffrey's a great friend of mine. So in the show, million dollar decorators, he says to, at the time, Ross Cassidy was his Mm -hmm. um, partner Mm -hmm. and lover. Um, he says to they're like carrying something heavy and they're like at an install. He's like, our job is harder than the president of the United States of America. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever we're at an install and like, we're just like doing something sweaty. I'm always like, our job is harder than the president of the United States of America. (laughs) So it's hard. It's complex. It's a really, really, I have, um, there's six, six kids in, in the family I grew up in and every one of us own our own business. And they all say, Jess, you have the most complicated business out of all of us. And you make money the hardest way there is to make money. There's easier ways. You could buy land. You could, you know, like they all, they all do these easier things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, guys. I just, it's really fulfilling. <laughs> I'm sure I, I could make is, a lot yeah, more I mean, money doing something else. But yeah, yeah I mean, but I was born for this. I do think it's kind of a calling, much like you said that you weren't, you weren't taught. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like. I'm supposed to do this, even though at the time I went to school for advertising design and worked in ad agencies in the first um, part of the first half of my career, I'd say, but we've been, Alice Lane's been open for 14 years and I'm like, I don't know. It was a calling. I had, I had to do it. Like I couldn't, you know, it was much like you where you're like, okay, I can, I need to do something. And I'm going to think big. So what's like the biggest idea? Yeah, big at the time it was big for me. Yeah. And you're stoked about it and you've yeah. loved every day since. And so I feel like I wouldn't yeah. want to make money any other way. Right. Right. Well, I would like to win the lotto. You know, that would, that would <laughs> yes. be helpful. I mean, yeah. I mean, right. It's true. But like if you're working, yeah. you know, yeah, no, I, mean, I mean, yes. no, I would still work. I would still work. I mean, but it's I mean, a trust fund would be lovely, but you know, yeah, you know, but you know, I have, have to say that's, that's, that's its own set of problems, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I, I think that I think having, I will say I'm grateful that I have a good work ethic and I was raised that way and I I've always worked. I've yeah. never not had a job and I, I, I enjoy it. Like I said, I don't feel like I've ever worked. So I, I love work. Yeah. I think that's yeah. great. I heard a girlfriend saying recently, like we, we taught our kids to work. And I feel like if you learn to work, you'll work at relationships, you'll work at, at your job, you'll work at every single thing in your life. And I mean, True. I think that's the thing that attracted um, that gentleman to you in the beginning is that he saw you working mm-hmm. and caring for your friend and he saw your character, mm-hmm. you know, and that you didn't give up on something. And he's like, that's a guy, 
you know, Mm -hmm. that I believe in. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a super valuable lesson today is, is work, everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. And interior design provides plenty of work, doesn't it? Yes. From install, from creation to install, to closing, to every part of everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. Interior design question. What is your favorite thing to collect? Ooh, I love, I have some really beautiful decorative boxes that I've collected over uh, time. I have some, you know, just a little, I mean, I like, I always grab like when I'm on a triple small thing, I have some art I've collected. I have, um, uh, mostly like, I love accessories. I love to great, you know, cause I think that's a great way to layer, mm-hmm. um, a room. I love beautiful paintings and, um, I've got, like I said, a nice little collection of boxes, some silver, some wood, some inlay. And so I, I kind of have those displayed out. I love, I love that. I have books too. I have tons of, I have books. I have books from here to Disneyland and back. I've got so many books. Amazing. I love books. Yeah. yeah. I do too. It's awesome. Um, when you buy things for yourself, do you buy vintage or do you buy things new? Meaning what? Like for your home. Uh, like f- oh, furnishings, accessories, um, a, mix, a, mix, a mix, a mix. I mean, I like, I love antiques. Uh huh. What city is the antiques. best at antiques? Ooh, I mean, I think Atlanta has some great antique stores. I think Dallas has great antique stores. Um, I think London is fabulous. Mm. I buy a lot at auction. I love auctions. So cool. I mean, a little too much. I mean, sometimes I bid on things I forgot I bid on them. Then all of a sudden say, congratulations, you won the, I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) 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 did I really want that anyway? So, um, but I like that. It's a kind of a high end form of recycling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like too, it's a way to get something that nobody else can have. Mm-hmm. And it's like those things that make you like a real unique, you know, a, you really uh, have a real unique look to your own home because, right. you know, like we're all kind of fishing in the same ponds. And so totally. when you can find something that doesn't exist in the marketplace today, I get pretty excited about that. Yeah, I like, I like one of a kind items and I like, um, I just like how it, you know, it brings the room together. And I think it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, people are paying us how we're going to put it all together. Yeah. I mean, now with the internet and shopping the way you can, as I say to people, you know, you're paying me to curate this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Did you, you could, work um, differently during COVID than you do today? Yeah, definitely less people and, um, just, just smarter and leaner. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's when I decided to move because I had like a, like a aha moment. Mm-hmm. That and was a this, big you know, move, like coast to coast. Huge. Yeah. Are you happy with it? Do you love Florida? I, I yeah. I, I I love the quality of my life there. I've met some really great people. I have great work there. Good. I love my office. I I felt like I had a great. You know, I moved to LA without a plan. You know, I was a runaway. That's awesome. And I. <laughs> <laughs> and 35 years later, I was still there. I was like, well, I guess this is, you know, it. And I thought, you know, and I think that I was really, I don't say in its rut, but I felt like I had series of events had happened and I was like, Oh, you know, what am I doing? Where do I want to do it now? And with who, and you know, you figure you're at a certain age yep. and you think, well, you know, where do I want to spend the next chunk of time mm-hmm. and how? Yeah. And I think that, um, cause at the end of the day, all we have is time. You yeah. can't buy it. I know it's the greatest it. resource. Yeah. 
So I just thought, you know, um, I liked Palm Beach. I never thought about, you know, I said to my accountant casually one day, I said, you know, I'd like to maybe end up at Palm Beach. I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on vacation every day. Awesome. And you feel like you so don't work. Kind of, so you really are winning at life, David Phoenix. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very grateful. I'm very grateful. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a yeah. really great feeling um, to have. Okay. I want you to tell us a really great story about one of your celebrity clients whose names you cannot name or you can name them. But I got such a hoot out of our conversation at market when you were telling me (laughs) about when you look just like her, I'm looking at you now and I'm like, Oh my God, Marianne Rogers is talking to me in a cowboy hat. You can can tell, (laughs) you can tell, um, you can tell that story if you want to, or if you have a different one, then you can tell that one. Well, that one's so funny because if I don't know, you know, it's like, now all of a sudden all my friends like Alexa Hampton and Beth Webb and that little catchphrase, they all say it to me and it's so funny. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I mean, I've got a few, I've got so many stories, but uh-huh. this I'll make quick. Uh, so Marianne Rogers, Kenny's wife, second wife was a, a friend and client of mine. And so Kenny, she was just is, a, Kenny Rogers is the eighties country singer from like, is it 1980s, yeah. 1970s? You got to know. Yeah. 87. You got to know. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, how, Islands in the stream with Dolly Parton. Stream. Yes. Uh-huh. So tell him how many wives did Kenny have? Three total. She I was thought, number two. Oh, she was number two. Okay. So sorry. Keep telling your story. Two. I just wanted to say. And she looks, yeah, number two. And, you know, and it was a big, you know, very 80s glamour, big, you know, big jewels, big fur, big hair, big everything, <laughs> big house. And um, wait, what year did so you start she, your interior design business? Sorry. 94. And I worked for her, I think, in the late 90s. Okay. Okay. Early 2000s, maybe. And so she, you know, is from Athens, Georgia, and she lives there and she was buying a place in LA and she wanted the high rise. And blah, blah, blah. So everything. And she looks, you look just like her. I mean, it is so <laughs> both. So she's beautiful inside and out like you. And so she would say, we would just be whatever the situation was. She said, now, David, you know, when I was married to Kenny and she, that's how the story would start. <laughs> and so I had gotten a new car and she got in the car and she's touching the dash. She said, now, David, I was married to Kenny. He bought me one of those gorgeous white Rolls Royce Corniche convertibles. And she said, I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard and I had long hair. It was everything was down to like the color, like, you know, sweater she had on. Uh And I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard and I pulled up to the stop sign. And next to me was my girlfriend, Barbara Sinatra. And she had a, she had a cream colored Corniche convertible, same year, brand new, just like mine. And I just thought that is so pretty. And she said, I just hit the gas and I drove through the gates and I walked in the front door and said, Kenny Rogers, I'm so mad at you. (laughs) What's wrong? What happened? She said, I just saw Barbara and she has the most gorgeous cream colored Cornish convertible and mine's white. And I feel like I'm driving a white refrigerator. So now everyone I see at Margaret, they're like, I'm so mad at you. So it's our little inside thing. And so I'm not talking out of school because she'll tell the story, but I mean, that was fun. I've had so many oh. other fun little, I mean, I've had, you know, I mean, I've met every famous person I've, I feel very fortunate and I, I think it's just, I mean, I don't know even where to start with stories, but uh, I, uh, when I was doing Rob Lowe's house, 
the wife, his wife, uh, Mrs. Lowe, she wanted these uh, black ebonized floors. Oh, I said, oh, Cheryl. Oh. I said, nobody does a black floor. I said, what do you, I mean, come on. It's so, oh, come on. You're going to be with a Swifter all day long. You're in a gravel driveway. Come on. Give me a break, man. I don't care. That's what I want. I mean, that type of thing. I was like, oh, wow. I've got a real tiger by the tail here. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, <laughs> I had a gorgeous wire brushed oak aged floor that was gray and beautiful, very appropriate for the house. And um, I said, I'm going to bring a sample to the job site, no matter what. So I pull up, I set up everything in the trailer and the Rob walks in and goes, that is the most gorgeous floor I've ever seen, David. I said, well, that's your floor. He goes, really? I said, I goes, I love it. I said, great. So the missus walks in and she goes, what is that? I said, it's the floor we're using. She goes, I want a black floor. I told you that. I said, we'll work it out with your husband. I said, he wants this floor. Why did you bring that? I said, because it's the right floor. Oh my God. So anyway, they get into it. She's mad at me. So mad at me. So we ended up, we had to do, we had, we did two floors. We had to do two floors. Uh-uh. The upstairs is black and the downstairs is the oak. And does she regret the yeah. black to this day? She's ripped it out. I think she, she, yeah, they sold the house, but anyway, it's just funny. She's oh, just, you know, my gosh. yeah, she's a real character. Wow. Um, so we just had our birthday together. Aww. She's two days after me. And so we just, uh, had a shared birthday party. Which oh, was that's a lot so of fun. fun. What's your sign? Yeah. What are a Gemini. You? A Gemini. What Gemini. Are what the, are you, May or June? Uh, June 18th. June 18th. Gemini. Yeah. yeah. The Peter Pan of the Zodiac. Is that what it is? So they, <laughs> My husband's a Gemini. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. But he's fun. Uh, no, he's, he's not. I'm the fun one. <laughs> I'm a Leo, though. Um, but, oh, Leo. Yeah. Oh, you're coming up. I'm When's like, your birthday? I'm like the fun all the time girl. My husband is like very serious. And he's like the actually guy. He's always like, actually, that's not true. Actually. Oh. He's that guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't. What, is he May or June? Is he a May or June? May, 20, May 28th. Oh, yeah. The May Geminis are totally different than the June ones. Okay. Just, good to yeah, know. they are completely different. Almost. They should have their own sign. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm August 14th. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Okay. My, a friend of mine uh, is August 14th also. Get down. Are we the yeah. same? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very attractive. We're, very We're fun. doing a palm reading right now. David, are we the same <laughs> yeah. person? I love astrology, birthday? by the way. Do you? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know enough yeah. about it, but I do think it's fascinating. And I'm always, and our friends are always like, let's go to Turks and Caicos. I'm like, guys, I can't get wet. I'm a Leo. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like a fire sign or air sign or yeah. something. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm like, I don't know why I don't like the water. I want to look at it, but I don't want to like be yeah. in it. Yeah. Do you yeah. like water? I don't know why. I, just I do. Do you? I do. I like water. Yeah. So does my husband. I like water. Yeah, I'm an air sign, but I, I like water. Yeah. I like to swim. I like to go in the ocean. Yeah. Dang it. I wish so, I did. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. I just, I just blame it on my sign. Okay. Last question for you, David Phoenix. We last asked, question. Yes. I can't believe we've already gone through all the questions. I know. Wow. We can keep going. It's right. so much Should fun. Should I ask you some? Okay. So okay, we ask this question to everybody that comes on the podcast and mm. it is, I'll tell you the question and I'll tell you where it came from while you think about what your answer is. So question is, what does luxury mean to you? Oh, and, um, we, we read in, um, gosh, it was one of the shelter magazines and it was Martin Lawrence Bullard. And they asked him that question and he said, I think luxury is not saving anything for best. It's I'm using my Hermes butter knife every day. I'm not saving it for like Thanksgiving or Christmas. I use all the best stuff right now. And I, that's luxury to me. So Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. What's your, what, how would you, what does luxury mean to you? Uh, oh God, there's so many things I think are luxurious. I think that uh, having time, having time with people that you love is a luxury. Having longevity with people mm, is a luxury. That's really good. Yeah, I love Which that. people don't realize when, you know, I was talking to somebody today. I went to a vendor this morning. He's 90. And uh, he, he must love met me he when does. I was... 18. When wow. I was 18, I walked in there and, he, and they, you know, they're like, who the hell are you? Yeah. And I was like, I'd like to buy a lamp, you know? And um, so, you know, we hugged and I had a, like a, 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 you know, teary moment that, you know, we're just here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and his sister just passed away. I was very close with her. And mm-hmm. I used to call her up and crank call her. You know, she'd be in the showroom and I'd call her and I just can't do it anymore. And I said that to him and I said, I really miss my crank calls to her. And I I used to call and say, hi, do you sell extension cords, ma'am? And she'd say, no, I do not. And then I'd say, oh, do you sell candelabra bulbs? Like the small ones, you know, frosted? No, I don't. We don't sell light bulbs here. Uh-huh. It was a high-end store. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, geez, are you sure about that? I said, I, I heard a friend got an extension cord from me last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I get her every time. She fell for it. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, amazing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I just think it's a gift to have somebody in your life for a long time and to mm-hmm. know them. Yeah. And to have a history with somebody. I think that's a gift. I think that's a luxury, luxurious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend that I've known since 1989. He texts me every morning to say good morning. We're just friends. We're just what? really, that's yeah, we so text amazing. each other every morning. Wow. Good morning. Hi, I'm in Sweden. Hi, good morning. I'm in Palm Beach. Good morning. I'm in wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he texted me this morning, you know, for a picture from where he's on vacation. I think that's so amazing. Yeah, that's super amazing. I mean, you can, I, listen, I have had all the stuff from here to China and back. I mean, I love beautiful things. Don't get me wrong. And I just, so, I don't know. I think that, uh, people, you know, I collect people. I, I think that one thing I say every night when I get in bed, you know, cause I love beautiful bedding. I think mm-hmm. that's a luxury. Yeah. You know, when you've Such been a in a bad luxury. bed, you know, like, yeah, and you get in bed. I was like, oh, thank you. God, it's gorgeous. You know, bed. <laughs> yeah. it feels so good <laughs> every that. night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that's luxurious and, and, uh, just being able to do what I do. I mean, Mm. people call you up and say, I want you to spend all this money and make my house pretty. I think that's a, it's a gift. Yeah, it is a gift. I say that all the time to my team. I'm like, guys, we're a luxury item. People don't, don't need us. Like in times of crisis, they're going to the grocery store and they're not coming to us. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they'll still ask us how we're doing, but yeah, it's really cool to get to oh do what we God. do. Yeah. It is. Amazing. But uh, I um, I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful to be on your podcast. I'm so oh. flattered that you, you know, I think it's great that you have a podcast. I, you know, when I ran away for, to Los Angeles, you know, my people say, oh, why did you pick LA? And I said, well, when I was a little boy, I used to, you know, my mother put like Captain Kangaroo on or, you know, whatever the shows were at the time. And um, I would switch the channel when she left the room. And I put on the Dinah Shore show and she, you know, lived in Beverly Hills. She had a white sectional. She had a talk show. I love this. She, <laughs> she dated Burt Reynolds. You know, she was cool. She could sing, she cooked, she'd go over to stars houses. I said, that's where I need to be. Yeah. 
And I bought a one-way ticket to LA. And that's oh, how I ended up in LA because so I, I wanted to be a talk show host. Yeah. And, and so for a minute, you know, but I think it's great that you have the podcast. Yeah. It's been so fun to connect with people like yourself and just to really talk about design. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's a, it's a really complex topic and people are always like so paralyzed about doing something that's going to go out of style. And you're like, Oh, it's not really about that though. Yeah. You know, no. it's just like, it's like your own no. personal style. It's whatever you think is so amazing yeah. and feel, makes you feel like the you is to you that there ever was, you know? And so who's yeah. going to say that that's out of style? Nobody is, you know? Right. And so I, know. I think there's so much to say about it. And, you know, we like to get a lot of experts on here too, to double check us. But I think talking to um, other interior designers has been my joy and um, we're just so happy. I love it. I love, came I on. love, yeah. uh, it's been fun and I'm going to, you know, my installation, the client has called me twice since we're on the phone and oh, earlier today no. she called me and she said, what are you doing? Where are you hanging this painting? What's going on? I said, what's going on? Does it look good? I said, yeah, it looks great. I think you're going to be really pleased. And she goes, well, what's happening? I get home. I land at three o'clock. I'm coming right to you. I was like, okay, great. And she's like, what's happening tomorrow? And I said, well, you know, I've got the trees coming in. I've got some plants. I've got fresh flowers. She goes, flowers, they're going to, the ones they're going to die. <laughs> I said, well, they will eventually. She's we all practical. will. I said, but yeah. I said, you know, I'm like, they're just, a, you know, yeah. you know, we're going to make it look pretty for you. Oh, so uh, just amazing. so funny how people, you know, think of things, but yeah, uh, that's so anyway. amazing. Oh, so lovely to talk to you, David Phoenix. Thanks for joining us today and connecting and your stories are so beautiful and heartfelt. And I know everybody's going to love, 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 love hearing, hearing you talk about your journey and your superpower and these fun, these fun people that you get to work for. So thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you in high point. Yes, you will. Good to see okay. you. Okay. Bye. We'll Thanks, talk to you next time. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you. It was great. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Mike. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 